Hello? Hello? You hear me all right? Crystal clear. Cool. I'm not going to wear the headphones I was wearing last time because I feel like it it just makes me too loud. Okay, fair enough. Um, I'm going to try and deliberately delay some of the things I say in case we run into that same problem where <laughs> I talk over everyone. It's probably... Well, yeah. I mean, you won't have to worry about it for like, honestly, you won't have to worry about it for probably about 50, 55 minutes. Wait, what do you mean? Isn't that when it started happening? Last time it started happening near the end of the episode. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was happening throughout the whole thing, but you you might be right. I don't know when it kind of glitches out. Hello? Oh, there he is. He's here. Oh. What? I just heard a lot of crinkling noise. Oh, it was me. I'm moving a bag. Oh, very nice. Is it a bag of food? Uh, no, I just finished dinner, though. Oh, oh, nice. Blake will not be the one eating on the podcast this time. Is it, is oh, it- are you eating on the podcast? It is Torsten eating on the podcast. We love it. It's got to be someone. Unexpected twist. Well, uh, welcome in. Uh, to the Trio podcast. Uh, we're recording here. I believe it is sometime in August. Uh, August 8th. Summer's August 8th. flying by. Flying by. Um, Our yeah. last episode was on the May. 28th of May last week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and it was a pretty good episode. So that's why we didn't wait as long this time. <laughs> well, to be fair, we wanted to, you know, give people some time to like deal with actual issues rather than try and, you know, get clout during a pandemic. And that is true. Social Not to say that's what we're trying to do. What? Not to say that's what we're trying to do, but yeah. Yeah. So anyways, uh, we're happy to have everyone here. Uh, we're going to try and, you know, this is just the first step of many to becoming a global empire. Uh, because believe it or not, our listeners, we have uh, official Trio Podcast merchandise um, that only three of us own currently. Uh, I'll post a pic of it. I'll post a pic of it. Uh, and if you're interested, if we get enough interest, um, our hat guy. Uh, said that if we get enough interest, we could get maybe a Groupon thing going, drive costs down, and we can get you all the hats. So if you like this episode, shoot us a message or something um, if you're interested in the hat, and uh, we'll make it happen. They're cool hats. Yeah, they are cool hats. Even if you don't think we're funny, you'll you'll probably think the hats are cool. So That's true. Even if you don't like us, you could fucking hate us. Yes. The hats are still cool. So. Wear them, especially if you hate us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I guess we'll hop into uh, our uh, our weekly recap. Yeah, well, how was everybody's week? Uh, I'll go first. Uh, my week was pretty good. Um, exhausting. Uh, I, work, I work for a company called Disney Homes. Shout out to Disney Homes. Shout out to Disney. We build homes. Um, and it's, 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 uh, long days. Actually, the days go by pretty kind of fast, depending on what we're doing, but it's exhausting. It's tiring, uh, but it pays the bills. So I'm pumped about it. I'll be going back to uh, school here pretty soon. Uh, put in my two weeks yesterday, actually. 
uh, for Disney homes. So uh, I'll be heading back out to Ellensburg. And yeah, so overall, solid week. I'll toss it over to Blake. How was your chaotic week slash week and a half? Yeah, you have big news for us, don't you? Or for the cast. Did we lose him? Is he not here? <laughs> God fucking damn it, dude. Blake. Hello? Hello? You're here. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. I can hear you now. <laughs> okay, I could hear you guys that whole time. I, I, was, I started describing my week. I was trying to plug Matt Conrardi with the hats, and apparently none of that went through. No, not <laughs> didn't hear a single thing. You were yeah, I bad. thought you guys were just fucking ignoring me. That was terrible. That was bad. But don't worry, we won't edit it because we don't know how. So okay, perfect. I, I don't think there's a way. So probably not. Uh, but that's okay for our unedited portions. Well, regardless, I drove down to Colorado. Took three days. It wasn't actually that bad. It was. There were some stretches of the drive that were really terrible, but for the most part, the driving didn't bother me all too much, which was good. Um, quick tidbit: favorite state to drive through, probably Wyoming. In all honesty, yeah. Wyoming, Wyoming it's was pretty, pretty nice. cool. It's pretty yeah. nice. Wyoming was actually very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Idaho, least favorite state to drive through. People in Idaho are idiots. Quote me on that. Oh my God! No one wore a mask. There was like barely anything there. Oh my goodness! Yeah. But yeah, now I'm hanging out. My classes start on the 26th of August, so I still have 18 days. Yikes! Yeah. Um, I'm not all that excited for actual classes, but I am excited to get the opportunity to teach and to grade people. That should be pretty fun. We are a pretty judgy group, so you should be great at that. Exactly. And also, Torsen and I are going to start a video game that we're going to play through together, which is very exciting. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. We're hopping, we're hopping on our gamer grind. Yep. And with that, I will segue it into uh, Torsen, how was your week? Uh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I was having a good week. I like to think I like to think I was having a pretty good week. Uh, but then... Um, <laughs> I, had get, uh, I had to get tested for COVID the other day um, because of an exposure. Um, Not to any of us. No, no. Thank the Lord. Um, <laughs> but, oh, uh, you know, it is what it is. The test isn't as, isn't as bad as it seems. It was super easy to get in there. Like get in your nose or get in the office? Huh? Like get in your nose or like get into the hospital? Uh, both, I guess. Oh, okay, sick. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think I told you guys already, but I mean, the whole thing took like half an hour, thirty-five minutes. Yeah, like that. Just and that was, and I went to the clinic on Ridgetop because you, uh, if you're exposed or you have symptoms, they'll they'll test you through urgent care without an appointment and everything. Oh, oh that's nice. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so, I worked earlier in the week, but um, I, uh, I've just been holed up in my room since Thursday. Nice. Nice. I'm actually... It doesn't a- sound 
It doesn't sound like you're wearing a mask right now. Um, are, are you? Well, because I'm eating. <laughs> okay. It's down. It's on. It's on, but it's down. Yeah. And that's not a big joke, people. He has been wearing it in his own room. Yeah. I, um, so. Wow, that's impressive, actually. You, you, yeah, you can never be too careful. Never. Yes. But, yeah, I mean, I, my parents bring me meals up. I have to ask them whenever I need anything that's not in my room. How do you pee? Uh, we move Simon to the bathroom downstairs. Oh, nice. So I'm literally, I can go as far as the bathroom. And that's literally right next to my room. So it's basically like just being stuck in my room. Nice. Damn. But I mean, it's kind of hype. Watching a lot of anime. There it is. What, a, what are you watching right four. now? Seven Deadly Sins Season 4. Yeah, oh, there yep. you go. Imperial Wrath of the Gods. It just dropped on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I already saw it. I think I remember yeah. you guys telling me about it. Yeah, it's pre- it's pretty good. The pacing is still really bad, but it, really it's bad. good. Yeah, I mean, I'm already like it, halfway through it almost. I mean, it's just fucking hype. Like, I'm not looking for some crazy story. I'm looking for hype, and it delivers. Yeah, hype train. Yes, this season's been pretty emotional so far, though. Oh my lord, yeah. That's true. It's pretty emotional. <laughs> it's pretty emotional. <laughs> it's, it just gets more and more emotional. Yeah, I can, I can tell. And I don't know what it is about anime, but it's like whenever there's like emotional scenes in anime, it's like I'm on the verge of tears every single time. Or I'm actually crying. Oh, absolutely. But... Okay, before our next segment, can I interject with something really quick? I guess you can. Yeah, bro. I'll let you we were supposed to have... We were supposed to have a, a guest on the show today. We were. A very, a very special guest. What happened to this guest? Uh, the guest is doing a bro move. Uh, one of the other, one of the guest's friends is going through a hard time right now. And so he's taking him out for pizza and playing some video games. Uh, shout out to the guest. Uh, we'll, we'll let um, him remain private because uh, it's unfortunate what, what happened. Um, ah. so, but he's being a bro. He's, he's helping out his bro uh it's it's a good reason and so we just thought it would be the best to record this episode and we'll try and get him on uh later time uh perfect i'd like to give a special shout out to our unnamed guest i would like to shout out the bro move had no idea bro move, yes very last minute bro move so not no no one really had an idea oh okay respect yeah yeah so uh that was our weeks uh hope everybody listening was having a good week Again, I think I'm going to do this at the end of every segment today. Send us a message and tell us how your week was. We might mention you in our next episode if it's a cool story. Um, That could be a fun segment. So, yeah. So, hit us up. Uh, We'll segue straight into our next segment. Uh, Probably a fan favorite. If I had to guess if our fans had a favorite segment, it would probably be this one. I don't know if you guys agree with that or not. (laughs) Um, But it's our longest running segment. So, that's kind of cool. Maybe it's because it's the easiest. That's true. It's Song of the Week. Uh, we love, we love uh, talking about music. Um, and Song of the Week is just an easy way to like, talk about it pretty briefly and give people something to listen to. Um, and this week, I don't know, I'm kind of jazzed about mine just because it surprised me that I found it, I, that I stumbled upon it um, via a radio was playing at one of the job sites I was at. Wow. So I was like, oh, I got to listen. So I, 
uh, the radio person said the name of the song after it ended. And so once I got off my shift, because I have no service out there, <laughs> I looked it up on my phone. And uh, and so the song is Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. Oh, wow. Oh, that's one of my favorite songs of all time, bro. <laughs> yeah. Very popular song, uh, like for the fans of that genre, at least, if not more so. But so it's not, I, you know, I'm not going niche on you guys. I'm not going uh, uh, like you know, to some hidden realm of music. Uh, but it was just a really good song. And I'd honestly never listened to Soundgarden before. Um, and it was it's a really good song. And so I'll probably spend uh, some time this week uh, listening to the rest of that album and maybe branching out a little bit more. But yeah, so rock on Soundgarden. That album. Uh, that's a good song. So over to play. Oh, okay. Um, My song of the week is something I stumbled upon very randomly on Spotify. Oh. It's called Icy, and it's by Pink Sweats, and the last S in Sweats is a dollar sign. Great song. Like, really just upbeat vibes. Uh, Like, honestly, listen to it. It's a very good song. And I listen to the rest of his work, and it's like, the rest of his work is more slow and, like, love songy or sad vibes. But this song was very, like, it was very upbeat. I really enjoyed it. And I've been listening to it a lot. You know, when you find a new song and you're like excited to listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's basically what I'm feeling. I'm sure I'm going to burn it out in a week, but that it's my song of the week for a reason. And uh, with that, I'll uh, send it over to Tort. So my song of the week uh, is um, off the dome. I, um, about because we come prepared but then i got a little more obsessed with another topic we're going to be diving to diving into towards the end of the podcast yeah so it's up my mind but um i was thinking about going with something a little newer but i like uh micah's throwback so i'm going to do a throwback too and my song of the week uh would have to be a beetle bum by blur oh my lord and uh so Blur is, um, most of you probably know them as the band that has a uh, song two. Yes. And uh, Beetle Bum is actually on that same album, I believe. I believe it's the, uh, the first track on it. Uh, but I think that is a really good song. And it starts off as kind of like a slower, uh, slower kind of. Nice kind of vibe and then it kind of breaks into this like slow ballad rock song in the chorus and so uh that's probably one of my favorite blur songs so i'm gonna go ahead and shout out blur for this episode with beetlebun and that is my song of the week nice uh i can i i'd like to ask you a quick music related question have you listened to much since engaging in your own self-quarantine um Honestly, no. Yeah. Because I have, I'm, I really don't listen to a lot of music at home. Right. I'm one of those people who's like, if I'm on the go, if I'm doing something, if I'm in the car, obviously music's on. But it's like, if I'm going to go clean out my car, even if I think it's going to take me five minutes just to get some shit out of my car, I'm (laughs) on headphones. I'm going to throw on headphones and I'm going to spend 10 minutes looking for something to listen to. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, and, like, whenever I'm, like, working on my own, 
you know, I'll throw something on. Mm-hmm. But hardly ever just like laying in my room and just listen to music. Usually watching something. something. Nice. Yeah, I kind of figured that. I feel like a lot of people are probably that way, but um, uh, who knows? Uh, but yeah, I definitely am more of a in the car slash out of my house listener. Not really a put it on just to kind of vibe to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that's great to hear everyone's songs of the week. Uh, if you listen to something cool this week, send us a message. Send us a message. No. Uh, if you've got a good song of the week, you might be featured in our next episode. It's got to be good, though. We're not featuring a bad song, people. No, we'll listen to it. We'll we'll screen them, screen the songs. Um, but yeah, so uh, that'll take us into our next segment, uh, which is I think has only happened one other time. Um, it's Mike's question of the week because <laughs> uh, sometimes I'm in, I have an inquisitive mind. And honestly, I, uh, I the other podcast it was on, the entire question of the week that we spent, I kid you not, probably like 25 minutes talking about, was all Lord of the Rings related. So that probably killed 99% of our listeners right there. <laughs> so uh, listeners, this is not Lord of the Rings related. So stay tuned. I think it's kind of a fun question because it just popped in my mind the other day. And so uh, I would love to hear Blake and Torsten's uh, thoughts on it because it's you know, we don't rehearse our, our segments at all. We so, don't even uh, know what the question is. We have no idea. Exactly. Yeah, you guys don't know the question. So, uh, that, that in mind, the question that's come up in my mind is why, as a society, uh, do we, uh, are we so protective over in public settings? Because I, I think in private settings, it's a little different. Like if you go over to someone's house or, or you're in a restaurant or something. But in just public settings... A, you know, a park and, and nothing crazy, belligerently loud. But why are we so protective over uh, swearing or cussing in front of kids? That is my question of the week because before you get into either of your answers, because I was just thinking like it is so crazy. Be careful, audience. This segment will contain profanity. Um, I just think it's so insane that if I'm out shooting hoops at like a public basketball hoop by myself, and, you know, I miss a shot or the ball bounces far away from me. And I'm just like, shit, you know. And, you know, you might think, I, I, I honestly, you guys might tell me that this is not a big problem. But I just feel like there are some parents out there that would be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Or some old people, honestly. Be like, watch your language. And it's like, dude, like, I'm just living my own life over here. Like, I'm not intentionally going up to the kid trying to teach him how to swear. But kids are going to hear them eventually. Why are we so protective over children's ears? There's evil in the world from the day they are born. Go for it. Wait, did that basketball thing happen to you recently or something? Yeah, it did. Oh, my God. It's dumb. Right, it made me upset. Oh, um, Amy, like someone said that to you? Yes, like that exact scenario I just described basically happened. Wow. Wow. I know. <coughs> oh, my God. Torsten's dying. I'm sorry. I was well, taking a bite, but that's funny. That's like in that situation, I'm telling that guy to fuck off, right? <laughs> but okay, so I guess where we should start is: Do you guys think that that maybe not as egregiously as I described it, but do you think that's a thing? Like, do you think that that exists, or do you disagree with me even on the premise of my question? No, it totally exists. People get so mad when you like cuss in like public settings or near a child or something. Yes, and 
and I think it's, I don't know, it's probably, it's really just like a morality thing, I think. That's so lame. I know. <laughs> oh, right? Like it is. But at the same time, I kind of get it because it's like, like, obviously, like, I'm not going to try and like swear if I have children, I'm not going to try and swear all the time in front of my kid. Agreed. Right? That's a habit they can pick up on their own time. In my opinion, like, I won't really ever care. I'll, and I'll be less lenient about it, obviously, the older they get. Mm-hmm. But I don't want, like, because, like, I feel like it's probably just because they don't want a kid knowing a word that they don't understand. Because then that kid just says the word all the time without knowing it. With- mm-hmm. And so that's probably part of it, too. Okay, but would you let your kid say, like, oh, darn, instead of oh, fuck? Yes. And so that's where, like, so it's like, I remember, like, I used to say frick. And my yeah. parents not let me. And I'm like, it's not, it's, it's not fuck. I'm saying frick. And they're like, but it's the same thing. I'm like, but it's not because it's spelled differently and it sounds differently. <laughs> but how is it functionally different? Uh, well, five. Like, you get what I'm saying? How there's, like, the difference is basically what we assign to it. Yeah. And I'm not saying words don't have power, because they do. And that's relevant to address here. But I think, I'm going to take it a different route. I think it comes all from, like, people deciding what is professional or, like, and stuff like that. Because you wouldn't walk into a job interview and say, oh, fuck, right? Yeah, no. it's the it's the societal norm. Yeah. So therefore, if you say a swear word, you're a bad person because you're straying from that societal norm. Yeah, exactly. The fuck are my sociology notes? Fuck. Because <laughs> it's like the same thing. It's like uh, we talked about how. God, I can't think of the word right uh, for it right now. Um. But it's a mean word. It's something you'd call someone, um, like basically like an outcast, like shit like that. A leper. Um, I'm like a leper. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, to Dark Knight. And, and that person might not be inherently bad or anything like that, but because they don't follow your societal norms, they fit outside of your circle. Therefore, they're they're a bad person, and that's behavior you shouldn't follow, or whatever. That's okay, yeah. That's basically what it is, in my opinion. It's just this, I don't know. It's because it is kind of dumb. It is really dumb. But I think so. And, and, I, and I like to follow that, I would say that, um, or I guess I would question this whole idea of if we are, if we're labeling like the idea of society, like kind of deeming and determining what what is professional or what is like okay, what's the norm, and like they say, swearing's not, um, you know. So then it, I feel like then it, where where do we end up drawing that line? And it just becomes the same game that they're playing. Like if we try and reverse that, then then aren't we just becoming the monsters? And by that, by drawing lines, so shouldn't we just be erasing lines? But we need lines. That was that was really poor. Well, I I was very confused <laughs> there. I, what you're saying because if you don't 
have basically rules and regulations set in place, then there's no right and wrong. But there doesn't have to be rules and regulations for everything because no, yes, everything yes, be categorized yes. into right and wrong. And that's yeah, that's what I was trying to say. That's like, okay. If, I think yeah. Yeah, because I, I would say that what I'm saying out on the basketball court uh, is like such a small, like in the grand scheme of things, such a small detail of life that we should not be like have, you know, have these people acting as a police force to like yell at me for swearing in front of their child. It's like it's such a small thing in the grand scheme of things. People should just let people be people like, you know, until I start to intentionally try and disrupt your way of life. Mm hmm. I, if I go up in front of your kid and I'm like, hey, say this word over and over and over again. But if I'm just saying it, you know, because something annoying happens or even something good happens, what if I yell a swear word in a happy way? Like, you know, like it, it, it changes the landscape, like with the um, with the context of the situation. So but I don't but us saying that or me saying that right now, I feel like the people that yell it um, at people for swearing they don't see the they don't they don't see context they just hear the words no they, they just hear a bad word <clears throat> and for some people like with my dad it's actually really fucking annoying because uh i he might as well act like a fucking child when i say a swear word <laughs> i was like oh man that fucking sucks and he's like he's like um that just sucks okay and i'm like Dude, you... <laughs> like, he's 49 49 years old get over it man <laughs> you like i just don't like hearing it i'm like i've said well, it times how does it bother you still kind of like voldemort yeah it's like don't say it <laughs> oh, oh my god <laughs> Rushes up and puts his hand on my mouth. You're not supposed to say that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you guys for entertaining that question. Um, it was just on my mind because of that situation that happened. I and it's an interesting question because then it opens up to what other is a right and wrong and yeah. idle norms in general. And tune in next week when we dive deep into morality. <laughs> oh, man, that's hard. That'll be our, our longest podcast yet. It'll just be a 24-hour live stream. <laughs> <clears throat> um, all right. So I uh, hope you enjoyed that. If you have any thoughts on the morality police or swear words in general, if you have a favorite swear word, send us a message. <laughs> your favorites. And uh, we might feature that swear word on the podcast next next episode. Um so next, we're going to move into, I'm going to start with a little bit of an ad, because we have to, uh, because this this week we are sponsored by the movie The Mandela Effect. <laughs> um, they got into contact with us. Uh, so yeah, so the movie The Mandela Effect, uh, it's on Hulu, um, and I also bought it for $9.99, because uh, <laughs> I didn't realize it was on Hulu. <laughs> uh, so uh, anyway, so go watch it uh it's it's a really interesting movie um it's actually pretty well made i think it was made in 2019 right George? yeah it was just recently made yeah and it, it's it's pretty good it, like it's it, like it's not it's not like uh i don't think it ever came out in theaters but it's not like a fan film like it, it's a well-made film yeah. no it's a uh, like film yeah i'm not saying you're like you i'm not gonna tell you that you'll enjoy the plot or anything but uh like just film wise like it's a well-made film so 
don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, so uh, we all did a little bit of homework. We all kind of looked into the movie, either saw it or, you know, read about it, um, just so we would have a few talking points um, about the, kind of the overall, the overarching idea of the movie. Um, so uh, like it's titled The Mandela Effect. So let's just start there. Uh, Torsten, I don't know if you want to or not, but if you want to quickly, for anyone that doesn't know, because honestly, someone I talked to earlier, they didn't know, uh, explain what the Mandela Effect is and maybe give a few examples. Okay, so the Mandela Effect is this um, notion. It's basically a... um, It's supposedly evidence uh, for parallel universe theory. Um, And the way the Mandela Effect works is uh, technically they say... um, So the, the big example, it's called the Mandela Effect because of Nelson Mandela. Because people thought that instead of being released from prison and becoming the president of South Africa and then dying in 2013, Nelson Mandela died in prison in about 1980. People and in pe- the whole deal is people have distinct memories of Nelson Mandela dying in prison in Africa in the eighties. And they remember people talking about it on the news. They remember a whole deal about it. But that's not true because Nelson Mandela was released and then went on to be president of South Africa. Yeah, he died in like 2013. And um, so the the parallel universe theory comes in comes in play because they say that oh, you're not just an idiot for not remembering it right. Um, it's actually your consciousness going between two parallel universes. So it's like you, um, so they're basically saying there's a universe where Nelson Mandela actually died in prison. And then there's a universe where he got out of prison and he became the president. And that for some reason, the people in um, one universe remember it. It happened one and it happened the other way in another universe. But for some reason you like switch consciousness with yourself from that other universe. And this is, that's where it gets like really like kind of hard and to understand and really hard. to Yeah. Surface level. Surface level. But, um, yeah. So another example of the Mandela effect would be, uh, the Berenstain bears. Uh, cause even I remember this as the Berenstain bears. Yeah. Um, but it's not Stein, S-T-E-I-N. It's Stain, S-T-A-I-N. Um, it was never Stein. It's always been Stain. And so pe- and so the parallel universe thing there is that when... That for however long you were in a parallel universe where it was the Baron Stein bears, but the second someone brings it to your attention and tells you that it's not actually that, that's the second you're you switch consciousness to the other universe where it actually is the Berenstain Bears because you've mm-hmm. been living in this one where it was the Berenstain Bears for however long, right? So it's <laughs> if you don't think about it really hard, you could shoot it down pretty fast. You could be like, "You're just an idiot, dude." It's always been Berenstain Bears. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, uh, and there's a bunch of other examples. There's one that. I didn't know was an example of it because, and I, and I feel like we should all kind of know this because we play Monopoly so much, 
People think the Monopoly man has mon- monocle. Oh, yeah. He does. He doesn't. He's never had a monocle. I don't know if I ever thought he did, though. See, I didn't. He did either, and that's what I'm saying. Like, we all played Monopoly a lot. Yeah. Know? So we, I mean, we always saw him. We were, we're not one of those people that, like, you play Monopoly when you're a kid, and then you never play it again because your parents don't want to play it anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's for those people. Yeah. Uh, Discuss. But, yeah, that's kind of a, a rundown of the Mandela effect. Great. Yeah, and uh, so, yeah, Torsten really did a great job hitting that. The, the kind of the parallel universes, infinite universes type kind of stuff. Um, and then I feel like also just like in this segment, um, we'll also kind of touch on simulation theory, which I feel like is a little bit more movie related. I don't know. I, I mean, uh, it is, I guess because... to the movie itself, it was more like, um, uh, I guess, if you were to think of it, the Mandela effect from the perspective of the simulation theory, I think a lot of people think of these Mandela effects as glitches in the simulation because mm-hmm. it's trying to tie up a lot of loose ends. Um, and so it ends up it ends up glitching some of these times. So it's so a lot of people think it's evidence of the fact that we're in a simulation because sometimes it just glitches and something happens that was true before, but now it's not because we're in it, we live in a simulation currently. Uh, and so that's kind of where the movie heads. It heads in more of a simulation way. Uh, but the Mandela effect definitely... Um, is true um, to both like parallel universe theory and simulation theory. Um, so basically, for the last segment of this podcast, we're just going to try and blow your socks off <laughs> by talking about random stuff that makes no sense. Um, and with that, um, I guess uh, we'll just kind of keep the ball rolling. Uh, Blake hasn't said anything yet about it. Well, we haven't let him say anything yet about it. So <laughs> we'll let Blake get in on this. Basically, I'll start with the thought of, while it's kind of creepy to think about if you let it set in too much, I would say. Um, and uh, what are your thoughts on the quote-unquote evidence slash how do you personally feel about either of the two theories? I will toss it to Blake. Um, well, to start off, the movie was clearly... Um, shoot, what word am I looking Inspired by The Matrix, like pretty, pretty obviously. Yeah. Because of, like, the whole simulation theory thing, and then, like, when glitches in that movie start happening, then the source code tries to hide them or cover them up in some way. Right. And so those are all themes that are present in, like, The Matrix. And so a lot of the idea around this is um, the idea of waking up. And so we need to wake up, like, our true self to realize what's happening. And I... I understand that, but my problem with the whole multiple consciousness thing is that why would my... So say there are infinite universes, why would my consciousness be transferable between them, right? Interesting. That's usually why the Mandela effect gets shot down pretty fast. Yeah, because like... uh, So say I actually do think that it's plausible that like multiple planes of existence could exist like that are slightly different, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't like I don't understand how our the consciousness would transfer because in each universe I would be slightly different. And mm-hmm. to say that our, my consciousness would be transferable would assume that I am the prime, like the the prime version of myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And statistically that's not going to be true, right? Yeah. 
No, like for me to be the one original one out of the million or billions that could be possible. Statistically incredibly improbable. Statistics guy. Mike's our statistics guy. That's me. I put it into the computer and I hit spacebar and it says not likely. <laughs> not likely. There we go. Yep. That guy. So like I think that the movie gives some really good points, but at the same time, I don't really think that the whole consciousness thing is the idea behind it. I think we just drill something into our head so often that we're like, oh, I thought it was this, but it's actually this. Like, that's crazy. I don't think it's some, like, supernatural phenomenon or something. Oh, right. Well, it's... um, So I watched a couple videos about the Mandela Effect before the podcast uh, just to get outside sources. And um, that was one of the things... Uh, that was brought up in a video I watched. This guy says, he's like, uh, another reason for the Mandela effect could just be uh, how unreliable human memory is. Yeah. He's like, he because he brings up the, um, oh, I can't think of the name of it anymore, but it's an organization that works to get people wrongfully um, convicted of crimes out of jail it, by using like new DNA. Yeah. DNA tests from back then are just like god awful and they use like teeth prints and all that shit like that that doesn't matter that isn't um that isn't uh fuck I can't think of the word reliable there um and so they he had said that like 73% of the cases that they had overturned to get people out of prison those people were convicted on eyewitness accounts oh wow yeah, and so he said uh, he says that the human brain hates having lapses or gaps in your memories. So without you even knowing, your brain is continuously making stuff up to fit in those gaps to make everything work so that you never so that you're not going like, oh, God, like what happened? Because your brain hates it when that happens. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's that's another thing that kind of like just drives it out and and for me like for like the actual nelson mandela like him getting out of prison becoming president that's the most likely thing because it's like it's like he's like the whole world like thought he died i'm like bro the whole whole world hardly cared about africa at the time of course no one fucking knew yeah they don't know fucking world history exactly actively paying attention to what was happening not in their country no they're fucking idiots <laughs> like you just uh, your friend was like did you see nelson mandela died played the biggest fucking prank on you and then it turned in the mandela effect <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny but yeah so they do put um some scientists are like like that that's why the mandela effect kind of usually gets shot down but not necessarily like infinite universes or simulation theory in general because they'll they just find different ways to bring that back up yeah and i think those other things are plausible i just don't think that the mandela effect is like a supporter of those ideas no and because that was a big thing they talked about like it just makes no sense like you being like you switching consciousness from one person from yourself to the next self to the next self because then that means that those 
those people that you're those selves versions of you that you're leaving behind no longer have a conscious. Yeah. So they're not operating anymore. Well, right. What if it's a transfer? Oh, uh, so you think it's like, because what am I filling in? Like so if I, if I, like if, if my consciousness is going to a parallel universe and it's filling in the consciousness of my other self, maybe the, maybe my other self had a conscious that then went back to my original, uh, body like what if but then what's transfer? what's the original body in that scenario then right no yeah i don't know but i don't know i'm just saying yeah i got you i got you couldn't an infinite amount of universes all been created at the same time when like i.e the big bang of the big bangs like and then all of our lives just have played out through that and then they overlap every now and then well, Micah, we all know that God <laughs> created the universe and that the Big Bang didn't happen. Hey, man, the God, Big Bang and God, people get too wrapped up in that. God was just the cause of the Big Bang, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, God, you freaky dog. Is room lighting light his farts again? Yeah, <laughs> he got bored, bro. No, that brings up a good point, though. The fact that bringing up God. Because another thought that came to my mind involving simulation theory mostly because infinite universes would get tough. But could a, let's say, for, just for the sake of it, let's say that the three of us and our people listening to the podcast, whenever they happen to be listening to it, let's all accept just for the sake of argument that we are in a simulation right now. Okay. okay. Fair enough. All right. Okay. So we have what's around us. We've we as the simulated selves have absorbed the information of whatever's been simulated for us, right? So we have so everything has remained the same. We've we are ourselves right now. So let's say that given that, then all of theism, so any theistic religion still exists and all that stuff. So now that we're having this discussion, though, I myself as a theist, right, I, you know, just just down a base level, because I want to include as many things as possible, as many religions as possible. So a belief in a God that created the universe, right? Could I realistically believe also subscribe to um, simulation theory if outside the simulation, the people had a God who created them, but then made me in a simulation? Does that make sense? You went a different way with it than I expected you to. Okay. Because that, one that. of the prime guys who kind of uh, did a lot of legwork with some um, with some simulation theory, he says that um, if we're in a simulation, uh, then technically... Uh, there is a higher power, and that higher power isn't like necessarily some like crazy god or anything like that. It's a different version of ourselves, right? But I, um, but but because then you have to because then you're wondering if if we're in a simulation and someone is behind the simulation and then but they have a god then like then we're only the second simu then we're only like the first simulation technically yeah. and if simulation theory is true then chances are like um that's pretty unlikely 
being okay. being like from like the first simulation because I guess the thing is um, <laughs> there's like three options for simulation theory. There's one that um, humans never got to make simulations uh, because human life went extinct. Right? And there's two. There's human life got so advanced that they don't give a shit. They think it's boring and um, they also think it's cruel because uh, people in the simulation will still feel human emotions and hardship and stuff like that. And then the third one is obviously we're already in a simulation. And if that one's true, then for every one real life being of any variety of any any animal any mammal any race anything then there's a billion simulated versions of that single real life right being yes so i mean i guess anything's possible right <laughs> okay, well, gee, well yeah, I mean, that's, that's what we're going to say, then yeah, this podcast will be over. Thank you for listening. Anything's possible. We're done. We're done recording. No, I guess, I guess just to try and like simplify what I was saying, like ma- mainly I just mean like, yes, I understand like there's like there would be th- uh, so many simulations. I'm just saying like under the impression of simulation, there's no way of knowing we are truly in a simulation, right? Like, i.e., the matrix, like, or you know, take the pill or whatever. Like, we don't know, right? Um, and so I'm just saying, like, if, for example, a pro or a base reality person had, you know, was raised and, and like, let's say, you know, the Jews or Judaism existed, right. And then they, but then they, civilization got advanced and they made a simulation of that. Couldn't they technically simulate Judaism into the simulation so then people would have Judaism in the simulation. So then realistically, someone could still subscribe to simulation theory if they thought that they were in a simulation and still be religious. Right. It's, I'm saying the two can exist at the same time. Right? Oh. It's not. Yeah. I'm saying you, you're not immediately an atheist or agnostic to be to believe in simulation theory. Right? But if you believe in a simulation, right? Yes then your religion is obsolete at that point. Ooh, okay, fair. Wow. Because nothing that you nothing that you do would bring you salvage. Like it wouldn't it wouldn't bring you towards any ultimate goal. Great point. Thank you. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That because yeah, okay, that makes it yeah, that means that then yes, you just answer my question. The two can exist at the same time because you'd be contradicting yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Okay. And actually, so a lot of these themes are present in this. Um, it was like a really early sect of Christianity. It was called Gnosticism. Gnosticism. And what they believed was that knowledge would bring you to, it would bring you closer to God. And it would make you like, so the smarter you get, the closer to God you are, basically. And they believed that there was a true God, but that the religion surrounding it was was corrupted and so that the religion that everyone else and that even they believed in wasn't the actual religion so it was like a simulation oh and and so they believed that um the children of god to put it pretty basically because it gets really weird and complicated they thought that god's children had essentially 
corrupted the view of God himself. And so that you couldn't reach him without ascending some higher plane of knowledge. And so that kind of fits in with like simulation theory in that, like in the matrix, you have to fully, fully realize that you're in a simulation to even achieve that. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of those themes are present. And so it shows that they're actually to, to your point about religion, there are, religious people who have thought through something like this before it just it just gets kind of sticky when you because when we think of simulation theory you think of math and numbers and like really logical explanations but religion isn't it's not like based in logic it's based in faith really Mm -hmm. and so those things are very hard to mix together Wow. Well said. That was that was good. Thank you. I'm not saying this is like, simulation theory, by the way. To all our listeners out there. Yeah, no, no. This is just a, it's a hard topic to, to tackle. There's just so many different facets. It's very complicated. Yeah. Also, quick quick shout out to um uh, in the movie The Mandela Effect, uh, the brother character. Uh, if you see it, if you watch it, you'll know who I'm talking about. Uh, he played a uh, penguin. In uh, Gotham, in the Gotham series. Oh, yeah. nice! Shout out to that actor. He's actually a really good actor. So, mad props to him. I should know his name, but I don't. So. <laughs> Shout out to Penguin. Danny DeVito. No, that's <laughs> one. That is him. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, if uh, listeners, if you have your thoughts on the Mandela oh, effect, come on, bro. This is my bit. Shoot us a bit. message. <laughs> my bit. Also, yeah, shoot us a message, guys. If any of our viewers think they have a quantum computer strong enough to make the operations needed to simulate a universe, um, let us know, and maybe we can get to the bottom of this. Yep. Exactly. So any uh, quantum physicists we know. Yes. And hit us the up. next The next trio merch line will be an atomic computer. <laughs> Ooh, that's kind of cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. We should have trio theme merch for every uh every episode theme. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um yeah, so uh we'll hop straight into our outro. Uh we're gonna just thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the segments. Honestly, we only did like four segments, I think, and we still made it to like 50 minutes, so go us for being talkative. God damn. Um, uh, looking forward to our next episode because I feel like this is something we've never done before. We don't talk about the next episode. This is how we hook them, guys. This is how we hook them. They're going to come back. So next episode, whenever we do record it, which that's TBD. Uh, <laughs> uh, whenever we record our next episode, we will have a guest star. You guys are going to want to hear this. He lived in Madagascar for years. He worked at a chocolate factory. You're going to love it. He's got a lot of stories to tell. Uh, his name's Joe. I don't know his last name. <laughs> you know his last name. I don't know his last name either. I don't know his, <laughs> his name's Joe, though. Joe's the best. He's going to join us um, and talk to, talk to us a little bit about uh, like life. and He worked in the Peace Corps, so that's pretty cool, honestly. Um, so uh, stay on the lookout for that. Uh, you know, like and share this uh, episode if you enjoyed it. Um, also, don't forget about the merch. Get some hats. I'll post a picture with it. Um, and I will leave the rest up to Blake and Torsten to close out. Anything you guys want to say? 
Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to our sponsor, the movie, The Simulation Theory. Mandela Effect. Whoops, oh sorry. Oh Wrong movie. God. I didn't watch the movie. For anyone wondering, I never watched the movie. I read a synopsis on it. It's okay. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to our sponsor, God. God is our sponsor today. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, shout out, God. They're cool. Uh, Torsen, do you have any sponsors? Um, I don't know if I... Uh, this album is sponsored by the band Stop. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bro, plug that. Plug that. So, Stop is releasing their first official EP on all streaming platforms next Friday, the 14th, I believe. Should I think the dates line up right there, yeah. And so, yeah, it goes live, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Google Play. Um, it should be available on YouTube Music. Fuck, it'll be on TikTok at some point. You'll be able to find it on Instagram at some point. Um, but yeah, official release is uh, next Friday. So, uh, super pumped about it. Uh, Paul and I worked really hard. Um, and we're really happy that we just oh, we have music that's accessible to basically everybody now at this point. So, or will be. Uh, so we're super pumped about it, and uh, we're happy. So yeah. Do you guys have any merch? Uh, we actually don't have any merch. Oh, I'd be willing to buy white Hanes t-shirts and uh, spray paint a, a stop sign on them if anybody wants one. Fair enough. That'd be pretty sweet. As soon as I test negative for COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to our sponsor, COVID. Yeah. COVID-19. Shout out to our sponsor This that is also a biological agent. So, yeah. Um, I think that's it. I think that's all our sponsors. I don't think I have another one. I Perfect. All right. All right. That's great. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you can find us the trio podcast on anchor of course uh who is a sponsor uh and then uh there are home base base reality is anchor and then we have simulations and apple or uh yeah apple podcasts uh we are on spotify you just got to scroll a little ways so good luck with that um we are i and google play and then I don't know if we're anywhere else, but we are on those three things. So it takes a couple of days to upload. Uh, so, um, you know, listen to us on Anchor right away or wait a few days and find us on those. And, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. And we will see you guys next episode. Hopefully, it's- Adios. Hopefully I get to hear all your beautiful voices soon. Talking to the viewers, not you guys. So good luck. Test negative. <laughs>